0: And here's what I want to ask you, what is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time, and I'm ready to help you get started. And I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. I'm excited for today's conversation because we are going to talk about understanding what it is you want and how you define your worth and value, and then how do you position yourselves to get something you want. It might be a, a career advancement, it might be more money, it might be more flexibility of time, it might be starting your opportunity, but we have to understand those things in order to move forward and do it with confidence and understanding who we are and how we serve people and the value of that. Here we go. Hi, today I want to welcome Crystal with Crystal Clear Coaching. She has been mentoring and coaching career professionals and entrepreneurs for over 15 years, and while she's been doing that, she's also been giving back to college students and recent grads through mentoring and coaching. She helps them find clarity while they're looking to figure out how they're going to move into the real world. So, hi, Crystal. How are you?
1: Good, Kristen. Thanks so much for having me. How are you doing?
0: I'm great. Thank you. I would love it if you wanted to share a little bit more about your background and experience in
1: how you got into this. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I didn't always start off in coaching. I have changed industries throughout my career between retail and financial services, project management, consulting. Um, I've done A few different things, but all of those came with different types of transitions. And during all of that, I was also coaching and mentoring either where I worked as a coach or outside of it with friends and family and other people that I would meet. And I just recognized that coaching is really my passion. So that's what I'm doing today.
0: Fantastic. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey, because I, when we talked before, you, it was really clear to me that you help people see their value and their worth and how they can see all of their skill set and apply it towards maybe their future position or career. So can you tell us a little bit about that journey and how you got so good at that or how you've applied that in your own life?
1: Yes, absolutely. And it's been quite a journey. Um, it, it started as early as... I would say, even pre college days, I was very fortunate that, you know, like almost everyone else in middle America, probably growing up, saying, like, okay, I have to work hard and do all the right things and it'll pay off. And I just continuously worked, worked, worked. And then as the end of my undergraduate years in college were approaching, I thought I wanted to go to law school. So I just, you know, changed jobs so that I could save more money for law school. They asked if I wanted to be an executive. I was like, no, no, I'm going to law school. Thank you, though. And then as that time neared closer, I decided, no, I want to start a career. And I... Um, looked at different potential opportunities and two of them came up. One of them, I felt like there's no way I'm not qualified at all. That was a studio consultant position where I'd help people that are building their homes design the interior of their brand new homes. I've never done that, but it sounded so cool, right? And then there was another position that I was looking at. It was actually a temp position, but it was at a large global bank I had a degree in communications. So this position actually, quote unquote, required that you have a finance degree or a business degree, accounting degree, you know, a typical degree that you would expect a bank to want from you for you to be employed by them. So both of these options, I'm thinking, Ooh, okay, how do we do this? I need to figure out how to position myself. And that is where it like really started for me. I took a look at, you know, the experiences that I had and how I could tailor them to the needs of those two companies. Um, fast forward, I was offered a position in both and, you know, it just continued that way. And I also made sure that I was getting my value in return and that, you know, I would negotiate salary. and negotiate my pay to make sure that while I'm showcasing my value, that I'm also getting paid for that value that I'm giving to these companies. And I've done that throughout my entire career, whether I transitioned from one industry to another or from one company to another, or even to promote within the same company. I've, I've been able to do it in, in all of those circumstances. So it's been quite a journey.
0: That's fantastic. Well, to me, it seems like a lot of people struggle with how they position themselves and how they really see the true value they provide to the company they're with or to a client, right? If they're a consultant, do you have any tips on how, how can people start feeling more confident? How can they start really maybe itemizing those things so that they can start asking for more money or asking for that raise or asking or getting bigger clients, right? Because they have that confidence and they have that understanding of what they're bringing to the table.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of different things to do. One of one of them, I'm sure many have heard of this, but truly your mindset makes a huge difference. So the first thing is that you need to believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing and recognize the different things that you've already accomplished, right? If you can just take a look and I started journaling actually, which I always heard the terminology journaling. It's just writing it down. It's putting pen to paper, right? We don't have to overcomplicate it, but there's something about doing that that can help you recognize, like you can write down. These are the things that I have accomplished because that also helps you see what you can bring to the table. It it kind of gives you a full view, whereas if you're just sitting there thinking about it, you might think, oh, gosh, I haven't really done much. All of my peers have done so much more than I have. Do not compare yourself. Have a mindset uh, within yourself to recognize what you have accomplished because all of us, no matter where we are in our careers, whether we're not even into our you know, quote unquote career and haven't gotten a real job or a corporate job or whatever (laughs) definition you want to put around what makes you feel like now you're in a career, there are always skill sets and things that you've experienced that you can bring to the table. And that is your value.
0: Absolutely. I'm wondering, is it also, do people also seem to struggle that you've talked with uh, about knowing what they want?
1: Do you have any advice on that? Yeah, so I've seen that a lot. <laughs> I've experienced it myself as well, and I think it's completely natural, which is why any almost anyone's probably going to experience it at some time in their life if they haven't already, and probably multiple times. Um, as far as gaining the clarity for what to do, it's really important to kind of take your Your thoughts of what you're wanting to do, and think about that. What drives you? What lights you up? And it doesn't have to be something that you think can be monetized, because almost anything can be monetized. I think that's one thing that holds people back. Take the money aspect out of it. What do you enjoy doing? If you had a billion dollars in the bank, what would you want to be doing? Who would you want to help? Maybe you want to travel all of the time, right? there's there's things that everyone is passionate about, and recognizing those things helps align you to your next step and helps align you down a path for the future. And sometimes the leap feels a lot bigger than it needs to be. So taking, your value, recognizing your value, and then looking at what you're passionate about and how you get to do that every single day, it's really just one step at a time there. So n- not overthinking it, right? Like just seeing your value, transitioning it, and you can get there.
0: Yeah. And its I hear this a lot too, that, that people say if you're having a hard time coming up with maybe not your passions but things that you're good at maybe just innately or you're kind of gifted in certain areas but maybe you've not identified them as things that are that you could do as a profession or a job well they say ask people around you you know what am i good at what do you notice that i'm good at because sometimes things that are so easy to us we don't even notice it because we don't realize it's difficult for other people so anything about that or are there any other ideas for how to find those signals
1: yeah, so you're ex you're exactly right. As far as going to people, asking them what you're known for, what do they come to you for? You can even think of that on your own. Why, what do my friends call me for? What am I known for? Do they call me for advice? Do they call me for to have fun? Right? Are they always inviting me to their social gatherings? What is it that people come to me for that just feels so natural and just a part of me. And how do I spend my time with other people, right? That'll give you a really good view into what that looks like because then you can start recognizing, hey, people come to me for advice and I have all of this experience navigating my own career and being successful at it and now following my passion wait a minute, I can help people. I'm going to be a career coach, right? That's how I got into into coaching myself. So mm-hmm. yeah absolutely can. Yeah, I love that. I think a lot of people
0: get stuck in the identity they have with their current role or been, and they don't really see, oh, well, hold on any new position we take on, or if we start a business, You are going to have to learn new stuff. I think that's guaranteed. I think there's some data that probably takes three years for most people to learn their new, fully learn their new position, right? All the knowledge. So I think we always have to understand we're always going to come from a place of still having to learn. So that shouldn't be an obstacle for us. That should be kind of exciting. But I think a lot of people get stuck in the identity of, well, I'm doing this. I, how could I do this other thing because that's not my identity? So is there anything you would speak to about that? How do people How do they let go of that? This is how I identify myself or at least loosen it or say I can be this and something else. Right. I don't have to just be this one thing or this other thing.
1: When we were kids, a lot of us heard and were told you can be whatever you want to be. There was a reason we heard that a reason we were told that you really can be whatever you want to be. If you're feeling stuck in a certain role, that's because that's the role that you're in currently. That doesn't mean that you're stuck there. Think about it. Our whole lives, we are working. Whether it is for someone else or for ourselves, we are working. We are making money. We are getting paid, and we know how to get paid. The role that we're in or the title that we're given is just a point in time. It's what we're doing presently, and we can be something else.
0: I, and I think you're right. And I think if people open up their thinking, they can start to see that. I think a lot of people don't really give them the time themselves, the time to think about those possibilities and see them as exciting instead of scary. So tell me, if people, so let's say that they're looking at doing something new. What about positioning themselves? So how do you take all these things we've been talking about to go and position yourself, right? In this, in this new identity or this new opportunity you're interested in. Is there anything that helps us bring all this stuff
1: together? There absolutely is. If you're in a, well, whatever position you're in today, this kind of goes back to identifying your value. Think about the different tasks that you do day to day. They may seem really small, but just think about what those tasks are. Think about the things that you do really well at work. Think about the things that you do consistently. Think about even maybe different ad hoc projects that you've been on or different opportunities that you've had. Then you can take that and tailor it. You can tailor it to a different industry, a different role. It doesn't matter. There's always something to take with you. For example, let's say you are... Working as a teller at a bank, right? You mm-hmm. have the skills to work with money. You have the skills to work with customers or clients. Those words are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of times client sounds like it's, you know, only certain career fields use the word client and some use customer. It's the same thing. You know how to interact with people. Maybe you know how to talk about different services. That's a way of marketing, right? So there's different skill sets that we all learn through our experiences, regardless of where we're starting from or coming from, that we can pivot into other places.
0: Yeah, that's, that's good. A lot of people seem to struggle with confidence, which we touched on a little bit before, but I think also it's the energy, right? We have to have confidence in order to exude that energy. Is there anything you'd speak to that? I mean, I know that's a lot about mindset. Is there anything with that that you would just expand on?
1: Yeah, back to the accomplishments. That is huge. Recognizing your accomplishments is huge. If anyone says they've never accomplished anything, they're lying. That's just not the reality. Everyone has accomplished something. You want to celebrate the small wins along the way. It's really important. Each day I try to recognize what did I do today that was an extra step or something that moved me in the right direction or something I'm proud of. Maybe I finally got up early and maybe my goal is to run a 5K and I only did a mile today. Guess what? I did a mile today, right? Be proud, celebrate the small wins as you're progressing day by day, and you will start quickly recognizing you are accomplishing things at a pace that works for you. And if you keep going, then that's just going to continue to build your confidence because you're recognizing those each and every day. And when you break it down into smaller chunks, it also feels a little easier Mm -hmm. because it is. We overthink. We make things a lot harder than they have to be. So just focus on each day. What did I do today that I'm proud of? And if you're struggling with being proud of something, tell someone about your day and ask them, what did you think was neat about my day? Or what did you think that I did well today? Can you help me?
0: Yeah, that's great. Something I know in Jack Canfield's book from years ago, Success Principles, he talks about having a success log, right? So at least weekly, if not daily, you're writing down what did you achieve and accomplish? I think the point is, is if you're in the practice of doing it daily and weekly, those things will come to you instead of waiting until you're looking for a new opportunity or you want to start a business. And then it's hard when you're put on the spot and you haven't been thinking in that way to actually then think of the things, right? Because now you're trying to think of a year's worth of achievements and it's not as easy to remember them all. So it's kind of just like keeping a record or a log, whether it's work, like you said, work achievements or personal achievements, really both would be important to, to keep a record of. I think that's great advice for people. Thank you. That's great. So let me ask you this. How did you decide to focus on this area of coaching and then what have been the obstacles or what did you have to kind of walk through to decide this is what I'm fully moving into instead
1: of working for someone else at least part-time or full-time that is an interesting question so the first one being how did i decide on this area of coaching with all of my experiences throughout my career i also owned my own product based businesses as side jobs i learned so much In my career and then through training, I actually have gone through a couple of entrepreneurial trainings as well. And with my experiences and where I've come today at a place of financial freedom, at a place of just wanting time freedom is part of why I realized I don't have to work for someone all the time. Yeah. I moved into this recognizing I got myself here. And I did a lot of things to get here. And people don't have to go through such a long journey and struggle on their own, trying to do it on their own. I can help them. I want to help them. It's in me. I'm a a caregiver type. I I like to help people. And when I realized how many people I could help in doing this, Mm -hmm. it was easy for me. But recognizing that that's what I wanted to do was where the challenge was, because I was buried in hours and hours of work at my day job. Again, I had financial freedom, which a lot of us find, right? If we find financial freedom, we usually don't have the freedom of time unless we find that way to monetize our passion. And that's exactly what I did and why I'm starting my coaching business.
0: I love that. And that's actually, you know, one of the big things that I, I try to tell people is we really can define life on our terms. And by that, I just mean, if you think, oh, I have to have my career says that I have to work this many hours a week and they're going to pay me this much. Once we get to a certain level and we haven't, you know, experience, we can go back to them and, and say, I would love to still work with you, but this is how I can, this is what would make me happy, how I would love to work with you moving forward. Is this something that we could figure out together? Or maybe then we can negotiate those terms. Maybe it's you're a consultant or a contractor so that you can take on other work and you can set your own hours, but you still have that income and that relationship with that past company. I think a lot of people get stuck though, thinking, well, this is the job that was offered to me. And that's the only option they see instead of hold on, this person wants to work with me. Maybe I come to them with a unique opportunity. It doesn't mean it had to exist before and it doesn't mean the company had to work with someone in that way before, if they're interested in working with you and they see value that you're going to bring to their company, they're going to be more open-minded to it. So I think that's super important and great information. Are there other tips or exercises or resources that you want to share with the listeners that you think would might be helpful on their journey to either maybe transition into a new role or maybe to even start their own business or side hustle?
1: Oh, I have so many. (laughs) Um, I would say so it's really good to write things down and, you know, answer some key questions. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling stuck, where do you feel stuck? What have you already tried? Or what are you going to try? You know, what? what is your end goal? What solution are you helping for? Mm-hmm. And what's that one next step? You only need one, just one step at a time. What's the one next step that you're going to take? towards getting unstuck.
0: Great. And then I also think people, they need to start thinking about what, how do I want my life to look? Right. So yes, we want to figure out like, what's our next step? What's our next opportunity or what do we want to do? But I think it's also to seeing what you want your lifestyle to look like. Like you said, are you okay working five days a week, you know, a nine to five type of job? Or do you feel like, you know, I really want to work four days a week, and I want it to be within these hours. You know, I'm not saying we can start on day one there, but we sort of have to have a vision of where we want our life, you know, the design of our life to go. So I think that's something else that I would, I always recommend people to sort of think about and map
1: out. I agree with that. It's so important to identify what is important to you as an individual. It doesn't, Need to be what's important to everyone else? What is everyone else telling you that your life should look like? What is in your heart? What is in your soul? What do you want for your life? And what does that look like? You're exactly right.
0: If people feel like they're not, they don't really know where to turn, they don't have support, or they're just not sure if people around them will support their idea to move into something new, or do you have any recommendations for how they get that support so that they can have
1: that move into those different things? Working with a coach or a mentor that's outside of your circle. And I say outside of your circle because while they're well-meaning and love you, friends, family, even colleagues that you may trust have their experiences that they're bringing to the table, but like many others, may also have limiting beliefs and they may try to protect you. And oftentimes we hear, well, that's a big risk. Guess what? <laughs> Life is full of risks. It's just a matter of the ones that we take versus the ones that we don't. So getting an outside perspective where you can get unbiased help and assistance from a coach or a mentor that can guide you through that and see your blind spots and help you identify what it is that's truly what you want to do and what's important to you and how to get there is really key. I I work with a coach myself. I just think it's so important to have that outside perspective always. It gives you the most traction. It you know removes the time that it takes. I know personally because it was years and years that I went through navigating on my own. And while it ended up great, it probably could have been done a lot shorter duration than, than what it was. So coach, mentor, I'm here. I'm happy to help, but even if it's not me, I would absolutely recommend getting a coach or mentor. Yeah.
0: You're so right. I mean, it really does help you gain clarity. It helps you figure out maybe the next action action steps. And it does often help you move uh, so many steps forward or quicker than if you try to go it alone. Why don't you share with us Where can people find you online? What's the best way to connect with you and find out things you have to offer? Sure, I'm on Instagram at
1: crystal.clear.coaching. So Crystal spelled the traditional way, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L.clear.coaching. And my link in my bio can get you to my Facebook, you can email me, you can book a free discovery call with me if you're, if you're not really sure, I always, I actually require the free discovery call uh, of anyone that's, you know, trying to figure out what they want to do, because I also want to make sure that they find a good fit for them. Um, you can also get special offers and learn about workshops that I'm hosting. So that's through the the link in my Instagram bio at crystal.clear.coaching.
0: Crystal, this was such a great and helpful conversation today. I think everyone's just going to love the tips that you had and the, your story because I think it resonates with so many people where they've been or where they might find themselves currently. So I appreciate your time today. Thank you for being with us.
1: Thank you for having me. Absolutely.
0: Oh, I loved that conversation today with Crystal because I think it's so important that we're very aware of our worth and the value we bring to the world. And then, of course, to projects, to work that we do, and even in, in our personal lives. So I would just encourage you to make sure this is something that you're looking at regularly and that you know how to clearly articulate your worth and your value and that you understand how to ask for what you want in life because. I think we do need to know what we want in order to define life on our terms, and we have to be willing to break the past script so that we can move into better and more beautiful and amazing things. And I want to share these words with you by Emily P. Freeman in her book, The Next Right Thing. She says, when admitting what we want, it's important to note that we often have to make decisions based on things that seem, on the surface at least, counter to our own desire, either because of finances, family obligations, or other important responsibilities. But if we look further in, these things may be desire-based too. You may continue to show up at a job not because you necessarily want to be there, but because your deepest desire is to provide for your family, and that is truly what you want. At the most level level this is still an issue of desire you want to provide and so you choose to show up even when it's hard but here is perhaps the most important thing to remember as you begin to get honest about what you want even if you don't get what you want knowing what you want can still be a great gift because i think the point is is we are going to be at different seasons in our life and what may be right for us or our circumstance or our family may be different today than what it will be in six months or a year or down the road. In any of those circumstances, we have to understand what do we need, what are we willing to to do, and who are we and how do we position ourselves? I think if we can do that, we are gonna see so much more fulfillment and value and enjoyment in our lives. And thanks again for listening in. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out freebies and resources we have for you at kristinfitch.com. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at kristenfitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great week.